G'day, welcome to Stat Stumpers. I promised you a real episode, uh, and today I'm going to be talking about uh, who I think have been the five best players this season based mostly on stats. So, look, we're, we're about 10 games into the season. Every single team played today as of when I'm recording this. In fact, those games are just finishing up now. Um, we, we have a reasonably good sample as to where we can judge, hey, some players have played really, really well. Some players have not. Um, and I'm going to be taking you through five players who I think have played very, very well this season. Uh, this is based mostly on counting stats, um, a bit on advanced stats, and also winning. Winning is really, really important here. Um, I don't think... Yeah, I mean, so all, all five guys that I'm going to talk about are on winning teams. A few of them are pretty obvious. You're going to... You're gonna guess. I, I, you can definitely guess who the top two are. If you know, if you've been paying attention. Um, but yeah, my my kind of one real criteria was if a guy falls outside of the top thirty in any of the really major advanced stats that I personally uh, really like in value of replacement player, win shares per forty eight or PER. If any guy falls outside of the top thirty, there. Um. Uh. They they aren't included here. So Jar, uh, Jar Morant was a guy I was considering for number five, but he's thirty second in Winchester per forty eight, which is cool. it's not low, obviously. Uh, like it's still high up, but for a superstar, it it is a bit low. It's it's a bit low there. I mean, what that says is his team is good, regardless of whether or not he's there. They're maybe not as good. But they're still good. Like it's still like they're still doing fine, whether or not he's there. Um, and you know, if if there is a player like that, I'm kind of tentative to put them in my top five. But yeah, let's let's jump into it. I'm going to tell you who the players are. I'm going to tell you what their stat lines are this season, and some comparable stat lines throughout NBA history. There's a few of them where, I mean, technically all five of them, no one has ever done what they're doing. If you take into account efficiency, no one's ever done what they're doing for an entire season. I should say. I'm sure there's been. 10-game stretches where guys have kind of put up these kinds of numbers, though. There's a couple where I'm a bit iffy on that. Uh, but let's get into it. Uh, number one could really go, you know, one of two ways. There are, there are two very clear top guys right now. Um, and number one, I'm going with Luka Doncic. He was my pick for MVP going into the season, and he is just in, insane. He's balling out. So, you know, not counting today's game against the Nets, um, he is averaging 36 points, 8.8 .8 rebounds, 8 .8, uh, 8.6 assists, and 1.9 steals on a crazy 53 field goal percentage. And that's nuts for a guard um, to have that kind of efficiency um, while putting up insane scoring numbers. Like, it's just not something we've really seen. Uh, he's first in VORP, Winchester per 48, and PER, which is the main reason why I have him as number one rather than uh, the guy who was at number two. Uh, the only guys who have ever done this kind of stat line, um, well, technically no one has ever done this stat line, uh, but whoever has put up 30 points, 8 rebounds, and 8 assists um, is Oscar Robertson, four times Michael Jordan, once in Russell Westbrook in his first triple-double triple double average season. Um, but no one's ever put up more than 33, 8, and 8. Um, Luca is the first to do that. Is he going to keep it up for the whole season? Probably not, but... That is very, very impressive. He's, you know, I think well and truly has been the best player in the league. To me, he is the front runner for MVP. Um, like, if the season were to end today, I would say he deserves it. But 
yeah, <laughs> he's really, really good. Uh, so, number one is Luca. By the way, yeah, we're going one to five, because one and two are very obvious here. And number two is Giannis. Um, I don't think that's catching anyone by surprise. Uh, again, not counting today's game. 32.5 points, about 13 rebounds, about six assists, 55-ish percent from the field. Uh, and he's second in all the advanced stats that I talked about. So, Vorp, uh, Winchester, 48, and PER. Um, no one has ever put up 32, 12, and 5. Um, Oscar Robertson did 30, 12, and 11. But yeah, no one's ever done 32, uh, 12, and 5. And I get that's a bit nitpicky, um, as are all of these stats. But like, 32 points, 12 rebounds, and 5 assists. And he's putting up 32, pretty much 13 and 6, actually. Uh, or closer to 13 and 6 than he is 12 and 5. Um, and also, before today's game against the Hawks, the Bucks were undefeated. They're still 9 and 1, regardless. Um, so yeah, Giannis... <laughs> like, catching absolutely nobody su by surprise. Now, I need to actually check one of the scores, because like I said, one of these games is finishing up, and the game I'm talking about is Cavs-Clippers, because number three, I have Donovan Mitchell. I just want to check the result of that. Oh, wait, hang on. This is... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, this is very close. I'm actually going to turn this on. Um, so, Donovan Mitchell has been very, very good. He's averaging 31 points, 4.5 rebounds, and 6.5 assists per game on 49-41-87. I can't tell you what the Cavs record is just yet. I can tell you in about 20 seconds. Oh, it, well, there's 8 seconds left in the game, so I, I it depends on how many timeouts are left. Um, but it looks like the Cavs might be losing here. Reggie Jackson is at the line, um, and the Clippers are up 3. But yeah, so he's 7th in Vorp, 5th in Winchester per 48. Reggie Jackson knocks down the clutch free throw. <laughs> um, and he is 11th in PER. Hang on. Uh, they get it in. Mitchell shoots it. Misses. Ooh, did he get fouled? It looks like he got fouled. Okay. Game's not over. <laughs> and I'll, I'll update you as this goes. Um, but the Cavs are 8-1. Possibly 9-1, possibly 8-2, doesn't really matter. But when it comes to the efficiency, um, no one has ever done this. No one has ever put up 31-4-6 on 49-41-85-ish, or 87-ish shooting. No one has done it with this level of efficiency that Donovan Mitchell is doing. And obviously the Cavs, very, very, very good team. Um, the closest comparison there is is actually Steph in 15-16 um, in that crazy season. Like, that is how... That is how well Donovan Mitchell has started the season, as to where it's comparable to that. Uh, so, Donovan Mitchell, weird, not a guy I thought I'd be picking as the third best player going into the season. Um, will he fall back down to earth? Honestly, I don't know. He is playing really, really, he's playing out of his mind. And, like, it's not like... Sorry, I'm distracted by the game. It is... He is playing within the Cavs system, and the Cavs are such a good team that I don't see him falling back down to earth, just as I don't see the Cavs falling back down to earth. They really could just be a 1-2-3 kind, of, uh, kind of team. And Donovan Mitchell, as their best player, um, could be doing pretty well. He did just miss the free throw, though. Uh, did he come up with the rebound? No. Uh, Paul George looks like he just got fouled and is about to take some free throws. Um, and Donovan Mitchell picked up the foul on him. Anyway, um... I'm going to say the Cavs are probably going to lose this game here, so they're 8-2. <laughs> um, yes, now let's get to number four here, and that is Jason Tatum. 
Um, now, Jason Tatum being up four isn't the craziest thing in the world. I have him as, like, around the ninth or tenth best player in the league. So, him being four to start the season is not crazy. Um, but, obviously, the Celtics are very good. He's averaging 38-4 and four, um, on 50-38-90 shooting. He's fifth in Vorp, 12th in Winchester per 48, and seventh in PER. Uh, and he's, again, the first ever uh, with this kind of efficiency. And that is kind of the case for all of these. And efficiency is the thing that is most likely to drop throughout the season. Um, you know, guys get a bit tired and their field goal percentages and their three-point percentages drop a little bit and they can't stay as hot as they are. Um, but when it comes to the efficiency, Jason Tatum is about as good as it gets. Oh, Paul George misses. Free throws, Kevin Love misses the full-court shot. Um, that looks like it is game, yes. Um, <laughs> good win by the Clippers there. But yeah, so uh, LeBron from last season is actually the best comparison statistically. Now, did that go super well for LeBron? No, um, but the Celtics are a little bit different than that. Um, but yeah, look, if, if Jason Tatum can be a LeBron number kind of conversation, that's pretty good. It's pretty, pretty good. Um, now, and number five. Uh, I hate to do it. I hate to do it to you. Uh, it's Jokic. Um because he's not, he's honestly not having that great a season, at least in terms of scoring. Like, he is down in terms of scoring from the last two seasons. Um, he's averaging about 20 points, 11 rebounds, and 9 assists. But he's shooting 62% from the field. Um, he's third in Vorp in Winchester for 48, and fourth in PER. So he is just behind Luca and Giannis um, in terms of the major advanced stats there. Uh, only other ones, only other players to have ever put up 20, 11, and 9. Uh, Russ, Oscar, uh, uh, Russ and Oscar Robertson. Um, and obviously, just they were nowhere near as efficient as he has been. 62% from the field. The Nuggets have been pretty good so far. They've had a not crazy difficult schedule. Um, but the Nuggets have been good. And Jokic has really just been doing his thing. He's been he's, he's showing why he was the two-time MVP. Even if he's scoring a little bit less, his assists are the highest they've ever been in his career. Um... And, yeah, <laughs> that is tribute to Jamal Murray being back, Mike Pooley Jr. being back, KCP and Bruce Brown hitting, like, every corner three <laughs> that they're given. Um, yeah, well, those are the top five. But I also do have one honorable mention. So, you know how I was talking about, you know, it has to translate to winning. I have one guy where it doesn't have to translate to winning, and that's Shea. That's Shea Gilgis Alexander. Yeah, there's a couple other guys. Steph and KD have been having great seasons, but they're not winning that much. I want to highlight Shea because he has been unexpectedly good. Everyone expected Steph and KD to be really good. Um, also, the Warriors and Nets have been unexpectedly bad, whereas the Thunder have been, I'd say, as good or if not better than people were expecting them to be. Um, so yeah, Shea is averaging 30 points, 4 rebounds, 6 assists, uh, 53% from the field, and a 90 and 96 from free throw. Um, and that's on 57 attempts. Uh, based on today, actually, I think he went 7 for 7. So I think he's now 62 for 64. And I don't have a calculator. I mean, I do have my phone. I'm not going to calculate that, but it's higher than 96%. I will tell you that much. Um, that is ridiculous. That that kind of efficiency is just insane. Um, with, with this kind of efficiency, Michael Jordan is the only other player to have put up these kinds of numbers um, for an entire season. So... Shea at my honourable mention spot. Uh, he could potentially climb to the top five. I was considering putting him at five, but it was the winning that kind of got to me a little bit there. 
But yeah, those are the players that I think have been the best this season. There's obviously so many others, so many others. Um, it was just impossible to capture them all. I just picked, look, I looked at winning teams, I looked at advanced stats, and I also kind of put a few personal biases in there. Um, though I'm not particularly biased towards Donovan Mitchell or Jason Tatum. Um, I just saw what they've been doing, I saw that the teams have been good, um, I saw the numbers they've been putting up with, the efficiency they've been putting up, and I decided to give them a bit of credit. So, yeah, those are, I think, the best players so far to start the season. Obviously, that will not hold up for more than two weeks, I would say, I think. That, that ranking will completely change. Maybe Luca and Giannis will still be number one, numbers one and two. I wouldn't bet against that. Uh, but the rest may change quite a bit. Um, but yeah, if you have enjoyed this episode, including my commentary <laughs> on the end of Cavs Clippers, uh, please leave us a like on YouTube. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave us a five-star rating or a review. You can, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at stat underscore stuffers. Um, our YouTube handle is now stat underscore stuff as YouTube now has handles. Um, other than that, thanks for listening.